Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Today's episode of Wine and Dime is sponsored by Rooted Planning Group, a fee-only financial planning firm that believes life is about events, supported by your dollars and cents. And we want to help you achieve your goals. Hop on over to www.rootedpg.com to learn more about the services. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you in both your life and financial vineyard. We hope it takes you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that have helped craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Welcome, Wine and Dime listeners. Once again, we are in part three of our six-part series where we are talking about Economics 101. Uh, But before we get into that, I just want to quickly recap the first two episodes. So if you missed them, by all means, we want to make sure that you go back and listen to them. So part one was understanding the importance of the Fed funds rate, where we dug into how this affects your life and what are the impacts in general about the changing Fed funds right then the second part was where we talked about understanding economic indicators things like the leading economic indicator or the institute for supply management so today we're actually going to be talking about gdp which is gross domestic product but before we do that i am continuing with my trip with my taste buds my trip around the world with my taste buds and since we're talking about economics i decided to make this series include wineries around the united states or I should say wine regions. Now, I have not been to any of these regions, but now that I know that they exist, they are going on my travel to list. And when I hit uh, one of the Total Wines or GDP or any of those wineries or uh, wine shops that have multiple regions, now I know some new regions that I need to look for. So today I'm focusing on Michigan and this is coming from Wikipedia, some information about Michigan. So if you've ever thought about going to Michigan, add some wine trails to your uh, to-do list. But interestingly enough, Michigan wine refers to any wine that is made within the state of Michigan. So if we're defining it, it actually has to be made in the state of Michigan. And as of 2020, there were 3,375 acres under wine grape cultivation, 3,375 and over 200 commercial wineries in Michigan producing 3 million U.S. gallons of wine. And according to another count, there were 112 operating wineries in Michigan's in 2007. Again, this is coming from Wikipedia. It notes that in 2005, the wine industry pressed 2,640 tons of European vinifera grapes 
and 1,660 tons of hybrid varieties and 3,000 tons of American, I'm sorry, 300 tons of American varieties. European grapes grown include Cab Franc, Chardonnay, Gewürztraminer, Pinot Noir, Merlot, Syrah, Pinot Gris, and Riesling. So you can be sure that in my next trip, I am definitely going to be searching for some of these wines and I definitely want to compare them to some of the wines that I've had in other regions, especially Cab Francs. I'm just so drawn to them and Syrah, actually, to compare the different flavor between, um, you know, regions. So that is my pick for this particular wine cast and wine cast. How about podcast? See where my brain is. I hope that you also will go explore. And if you know of a good wine from the state of Michigan, please drop me a note. I'd love to try it specifically and feature it in a future podcast. So now on to the, the highlight of the podcast. What is GDP? Well, GDP stands for gross domestic product. That is the total value of finished goods and services produced within a country's borders, so within the U.S. borders. And that's the definition from Investopedia. It's sort of like a report card, in my opinion. You will hear it reported in two different ways. Nominal GDP, and this looks at economic production without taking inflation into consideration. This is what's reported quarter over quarter. And then real GDP, this does take into consideration inflation. You also sometimes hear GDP purchasing power parity. This is a measure against how we are actually measuring up against in international dollars. The composition of the U.S. GDP has shifted over the past several decades. GDP is often broken into consumer spending, investment spending, and government spending, and then the trade balance. So when we look at the overall percentages right now, now this is changed over time. But right now, consumption today is about 68% of GDP. And 20 years ago, it was about 20, uh, sorry, about 60, about 60%. So about um, eight to 9% less. Investment makes up about 18%, which has pretty much stayed flat, although 20 years ago was about 16%. Government is about 18% right now, used to be about 23%. And then net exports has actually declined. And today it's about negative 3% versus uh, 1% 20 years ago. Now, let me explain those different areas a little bit further, because I think that's important. Consumer spending, as I mentioned, has increased its uh, share of GDP over the past 20 years and government spending has declined. Consumption or consumer spending are we, the consumer, buying goods and services. So you and I going out and going on vacation or buying you know, things, um, going out to lunch, those sort of things. That's consumption or consumer spending. Investment is private domestic investment known as capital expenditures like equipment. So a company going out and buying something is considered investment. Government, as it mentioned, is the government buying goods and services. So this is big ticket items usually. I mean, think of their payroll in and of itself, but it could be things like infrastructure or investing in our country. It could be a, just basically any goods and services that the government would be buying. So the difference between consumer and government, uh, we might be buying some of the same services sort of product-wise, but they're usually going to be buying much bigger. If you think about equipment or infrastructure, you know, it's much bigger than the dollars we're going to be spending. But it is still government spending on goods and services. And then net exports subtracts the total exports from the total imports. And when you're looking at that, remember I said that had actually used to be about 1% of our GDP, and now it's actually 
between negative 3% of our GDP. Now, when we have a trade surplus, that is an economic measure of positive trade balance where a country's exports exceed its imports. And a trade deficit would be the, the opposite. So the um, exports would not exceed, they, the imports would exceed the exports in that situation. The goods and services that economy that an economy makes that are exported to other countries, less the exports that are purchased by domestic customers represents the com- country's net exports. So I know, pause for a second, that was a lot of information. So I know that this was a short podcast, but it is a lot of information to sort of think about. And so I want to leave it at that for now. And I invite you to listen in to the next podcast where part four is going to be a little bit longer. We're going to dig into CPI and unemployment. So I think that's of interest to a lot of people. And we'd love to hear more from you and what you want to hear from the podcast. We hope you're enjoying the series for sure. We um, put a lot of effort into kind of trying to put together and piece it apart. So if there's something that you feel is missing or that you'd like included, we'd love to hear that from you and certainly would love to be able to, you know, include it for future episodes for, you know, for other people to learn from it. So again, thank you for listening to today's show. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'd love it if you would share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes so that more people like you can find us. Thank you, everyone. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dine. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. And don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.